My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. It's called the Saba House in Dallas. I've been a few times, but every time feels a little different. Mainly there to sell shoes, their trademark leather shoes. They have also have a lot of other stuff going on as well. Sometimes they're grilling up stuff in the back. They've got a dog named Governor that's likely to sit out on the front porch. And even an espresso if you walk in looking like you had a long night out the night before in Uptown. And while I've walked out with a pair of shoes a couple times, I always seem to walk out with a little something more as well. There's something about the house itself that makes you want to completely revamp your living room. Whether it's the colorful rugs or artwork, the leathery smell of the shoes that just goes throughout the entire place, or their supreme customer service, you do just kind of feel at home when you're there. And honestly, it's difficult to walk out of there without buying something, not that I'm complaining. It's truly a retail experience worth remembering, which is why I never shy away from checking their promotional emails or popping into one of their stores if I'm in another city where they have one. If you listen to a recent episode, you know that we've recently got a new sponsor who I bought some incense from. Yes, this was my first Waure and incense, and it's most definitely not my last. Do I feel like a hippie when I burn it? Yeah, just a little bit. Do I worry people can smell it in the hallway of my building? Maybe. Do I fear that my neighbors think I'm trying to cover up the scent of marijuana smoke with it? Yes, but luckily that's not really a problem that I have here. Frankly, I breezed through that first pack of incense in no time, which told me one thing and one thing only. I needed some more. It was a Sunday that I got an email from Saba notifying me that they had updated their market section of their website, also just kind of known as a section that doesn't have any shoes in it. Linen shirts, books, socks, there is a ton of stuff to choose from. But when I saw the incense that they burned in the store was back in stock, I knew I had no choice but to buy some in hopes that I could turn my living room into their showroom if only for a few nights. And when it arrived, it really did just that. While it wasn't a smell I could have placed out of nowhere, it kind of I, I could close my eyes and I could breathe it in and it kind of did take me back to that shopping experience. It was just that all too familiar smell that you could place but not exactly sure where. I never saw myself straying away from scented candles, and really, I haven't totally strayed. Right now, my incense phase feels like a mistress who I sneak around with once a week. I am a novice in the field, but sometimes that's the most exciting time to get into something. Through my recent interests, that has definitely been picked. I thought it would serve me well to do some research on all things incense. The first question I had, and this seems like a very basic question, was just, how do you light it? This definitely seems like a dumb question, but it was actually something I did wrong the first time I lit mine. It doesn't take much of a flame to actually light it. A simple light of the tip using a match or maybe just a lighter if you have one. I let mine get a flame that was far too large the time before and it caused the incense to burn way too quickly. But once you see some smoke coming out of it, you can blow on it a little bit and see that it will remain lit. And if it's smoking at all, yes, you can probably just leave it and it'll probably sort itself out. I made that mistake the first time and every other time after, I, I skewed on the less is more kind of mentality. The next one that I asked was a question that I was also kind of just rudimentary and basic, but what is incense made from? Incense I found is usually made mostly of natural materials. The first incenses created were made from aromatic materials like sage, resins, oils, wood, and others. And then over time, more materials get added to the incense to enhance their fragrance, the ability to combust, and to hold everything together, which is one of the questions I have when you get those more kind of heady looking ones. Another question was what effects does incense have on your mental health? The incense I bought, well, it was extracted from a tree in the Amazon rainforest, used in healing rituals to ward off dark spirits and invite good energy. 
while I don't necessarily have any dark spirits or spirits in my uh, life, I could always use some good energy. So I, I think this actually is accomplishing the job. Explanations like that are probably why people associate it with stoners, but that's neither really here or there. Burned for spiritual purposes or medicinal or healing purposes or just fragrance and odor masking properties, those are the real th reasons that people burn incense. Uh, I did do some research on one site and somebody noted that when burned, natural herbs and woods are said to help off ward off negative energy and purify the space and attract positive energy. They also said that it's when burned, it's particular botanicals are especially befitting to meditation because they help to calm the mind and induce a meditative state, which if you think about when you're burning incense, if you just shut your eyes like I did, that makes total sense. Even individual scents within the incense are said to have positive effects on your mental health. While I won't go through all of them, here are a few examples, none of which I can really truly vouch for yet. The first is amber. It's good for knowledge and studying and meditation as well. And some people use it to dive back into the past, whatever that means. And then we have cedarwood. It's used for power. You use it when you need strength. Frankincense, which a lot of people associate with Christmas, it releases powerful positive vibrations and drives away negativity. Used for purification, spiritual growth and meditation, anxiety and depression, and you use to bless a new home, room addition, or a new member of the family, including a baby. We also have lemongrass, which enhances psychic abilities. I don't know how much I believe that, but you know, to each their own. Rosemary, which people use in love, healing, and mental rituals. It stimulates memory and clarity. And then vanilla. Mental thought, intelligence, and mental ability can all be stimulated when using this. And so that's why people really use it when they're studying, which is pretty good to know. Am I completely sold on incense? Well, yes and no. Have I been enjoying it as a new thing to do around the apartment? Absolutely. Will it ever completely replace my passion for scented candles? Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I don't know about you guys, but ever since I turned 30, I wake up at 3 a.m. more often than I'd like to admit. And when I do, I'm not able to fall back asleep for what feels like hours. At this point, it feels like it happens numerous times a week, and it doesn't just completely derail my night's sleep, but it can have negative effects on my entire day as well. That's why I want to introduce to an exciting new sponsor of ours called Proper to improve your sleep like it did mine. Proper sleep supplements are heavily researched. They contain clinically backed ingredients at dosage levels, and it's effective while still being gentle enough to not knock you out or leave you groggy the next morning, which is something we've all encountered when trying to use certain sleep aids. Proper's products are very simple. They're minimal, and they have a simple ingredient list that's on every package. They're natural, vegan, gluten, dairy, and sugar-free, non-GMO with no artificial colors or binders. Proper believes that sleep is not one size fits all and I think we can all agree on that. Proper offers seven different sleep solutions based on what your personal health goals are with products that improve your long-term sleep, allow you to fall asleep easily, wake up feeling refreshed and restored, and specific products also reduce everyday stress, improve brain health, and boost your immune system. They take their commitment to sleep health one step further by not just offering supplements, but also offering a one-on-one -on -one personalized sleep coaching. To help make behavioral changes, you need to maintain better sleep long-term. With Proper, I wake up feeling refreshed, almost like I didn't even take anything the night before. I'm consistently sleeping better, which then leads to better workouts when I'm exercising and improved mood throughout my days. I've tried Proper's core sleep, sleep in calm and their sleep plus clarity, and I can honestly say that I've seen improvements in how quickly I'm falling asleep and how I feel in the mornings. If you're looking to get your sleep back, Head to getproper.com and use my code SCARIES at checkout for a special discount on your order. 
That's getproper.com and use my code SCARIES at checkout for a special discount on your order. Say goodbye to groggy mornings and hello to restful nights with Proper. What or who inspires you? For me, it's always been a combination of several things ranging from friends and family to looking at Lake Michigan to surfing random photos on Tumblr. When I first started Sunday Scaries, I made the conscious decision to stop reading my normal rotation of websites. I didn't want to copy anyone's writing or tone. I didn't want to write about the same things other people were writing about. And I didn't want to find myself catering to anything except for what I liked and what I wanted to write about. The one website that I never stopped reading, however, was a website called Man Repeller. Started by Leandra Medine in 2010 as a hobby, the site itself seemingly covered everything. Fashion, awkward interactions, general weirdness, and even weekly Sunday Scaries diaries that started well after I started my website, so I have no ill will there. They actually let me write one one time. For some reason, I just considered it to be different than the other sites that I'd bookmarked. Maybe just because it wasn't about sports or, you know, just I, it was just so much different and it, it did inspire me. The writing seemed honest. It catered to a mostly female audience, something that I definitely needed more of. And between my two favorite writers on the site, Leandra herself and Amelia Diamond, there was always something on there for me to read day in and day out. Over the years, I'd go through phases on the site. Writers came and went. I even got published myself on the site twice. That, that one that I just mentioned, my Sunday Scaries Diary, and then a, a longer essay about how I met my now wife, Sally. I even somewhat modeled the structure of this very podcast, the Sunday Scaries podcast, off of Leandra's bite-sized podcast of eight-minute episodes called Monocycle. My relationship with it was healthy. I'd check it enough to change my thinking, but not enough to emulate anything they were really doing. At its core, I think it was my biggest inspiration for a significant period of my life. And yes, the word was is in italics there in that last sentence because it kind of no longer exists. After the death of George Floyd, reports came out that site, uh, le- reports of the site came out that kind of actually did upset me. Without getting too much into the specific details, I'll let you look those up for yourself and make your own conclusions. But Fashionista gave a very bird's eye view of what happened. They said, in some ways, the site's demise was a slow fade. Medine Cohen announced that she was stepping back from her leadership at the site in June as Man Repeller faced criticism for its lack of diverse perspectives and what many readers felt was an inadequate response to the Black Lives Matter, move, sorry, Black Lives Matter movement. Then came a rebrand in which the site was redesigned and it just named Repeller, dropping Man entirely. And then in October, like a death knell, Medine Cohen confirmed reports that the site would shudder in a, with a short five-sentence note. The website now, after completely shutting down, is left with kind of a depressing message atop it. It just says, quote, the site is no longer being updated. The final post of the site was kind of a bummer. It read like a cold final text of a breakup written by Medine herself, who hadn't written since her last apology post in June. She said, as of Friday, October 23rd, 2020, Repeller is closed. The site will no longer publish new stories, but the archive will remain available to access. Thank you to everyone who has contributed their talent and efforts to this brand. And thank you, the audience, for having chosen to spend time here. I wish you all the very best. I don't know. As someone who has, to, has had to bid farewell to a faithful audience in the past after I left, left postgrad problems, none of this kind of sat well with me. When I left, I felt an obligation to give some sort of explanation, and an explanation that was more than five sentences. So many people had spent their free time supporting us that simply leaving with a cold ghosting felt just kind of wrong. Upon seeing that final post, I did weirdly feel a lot of emotions from all ends of the spectrum. I missed the early days when supporting the site felt like you were kind of a part of something. I wondered what the old writers were doing. Amelia, Haley, Harling, 
only to realize that I kind of just see them on my Instagram feed pretty much daily still. And I took myself through the Man Repeller timeline when I first discovered the site, when I'd read it religiously, when I too disagreed with how they handled the Black Lives Matter movement, and when they finally changed to the simply titled Repeller with no notable names left writing the, the content that I really truly used to love. One of my biggest inspirations hadn't just fizzled out, they up and left driving over a bridge that they had burned down while crossing it. Believe me, navigating the media landscape and public sentiment is very difficult. It's not something I have to worry about often, so it's easy to be an outsider pointing at those people who botched it and those who didn't. But as for me, I've always had a hard time during these times when you feel like you need to speak out, but you're not sure what to say. But just because someone handled matters ter pretty terribly publicly, both internal and public, really, losing the site kind of felt like losing a friend. The quirkiness, the niche, the weird, it all just up and vanished at a time when I wanted that distraction the most. Everything, especially in media, has a shelf life, and Man Repeller proved to be no different. But without it existing, I truly don't know if I'd be doing what I would do today as a career. I still type the web address into my browser without thinking twice, forgetting just for a moment that the site isn't being updated anymore. I'm not sad when it finally loads, and I remember what all had happened. Instead, I just remind myself without their full body of work, I absolutely would not be doing what I'm doing today. Just or not, the old adage is correct. All good things must come to an end, even if that end does feel a little bit unresolved. I've been thinking about making some personal changes lately. I wanted to start by improving my self-care routine. The problem was I had no idea where to start, and then I found Hawthorne. Hawthorne is a premium tailored personal care brand that's making it easy for guys to feel and smell their best. You start with their quiz. They asked me things like, what's your favorite drink? How do you like to spend a night out? Do you smoke? They even asked what kind of colognes I currently use. Each one of these questions tailored my products to my exact preferences without me having to even think twice. It was actually pretty easy and the quiz just takes just a few minutes from start to finish. With how extensive their product line is, there's no question that your cart will be filled with staples that you will absolutely love. The products I have now are kind of my go-tos. The hydrating body wash smells like mint and eucalyptus and I truly use it every single day these days. The stain-free deodorant that's aluminum-free, sulfate-free, paraben-free, and silicone-free. And the hydrating shampoo that's hydrating, refreshing, and invigorating. It also kind of has that mint and eucalyptus smell as well. If you want to upgrade your self-care routine, Hawthorne is a fun and convenient way to get super high quality products tailored specifically to your needs. Hawthorne even takes the risk out of it by giving you free shipping on your order and returns. And if you don't like your products, they'll even retailer them for you based on your feedback. So do what I did. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code SCARIES to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot co promo code scaries hawthorne.co promo code scaries and as always the link to this is in the description of this episode what are your top holiday stressors traveling home to see your parents and having those awkward political conversations working a little overtime in hopes of making some extra cash so you can go off on the holidays maybe it's just not getting too drunk at the office holiday party but for me it's always been buying gifts Gift giving takes way more planning than I'm normally ready for. Figuring out what to order so that I'm not wasting money, ordering those things so they get here in time for Christmas, and even the act of giving the gift itself kind of makes me anxious for fear that they might hate it. All these reasons have led me to needing to peruse gift guides far and wide across the internet these days. And truthfully, I hate it. 
I don't like being told what to shop for, and I've never understood the people who like giving gifts more than receiving them. And most of these gift guides aren't even gift guides anymore. They're just affiliate links that end up paying the websites that post them. But every year, there's one gift guide that I look forward to more than most. Not because I actually use it, but because it gives me an opportunity to make fun of it. Yes, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw this coming over a week ago. I'm talking about the Goop gift guide that's put out around the holidays. And yes, this year's did not disappoint. Without further ado, here's some of the most ridiculous gifts, which I put in quotes because you're never going to give these things as a gift. And while all these aren't the most absurd things on the site, there are a lot of them, and this is at least a taste of some of my favorites. The first was a $7,770 meditation kit. Have you ever wanted a cashmere carpet to meditate on? What about a cashmere water bottle holder? Or even a cashmere towel to dry yourself off with? Or even cashmere socks to wear while you're doing it? The list of cashmere items on this meditation kit truly goes on and on and on. But for the low price of $7,770, you can have it all. Yes, the company Loro Piana even has more. Weights with cashmere handles, cashmere medicine balls, and even a cashmere and lambskin jump rope. I love cashmere as much as anybody, but I think I'm going to pass on this one. The next one isn't so much lavish as it is just a little out there. It's a $1,200 mushroom seminar, and I'm not talking about the ones that make you see things. After visiting Olympia Washington-based website, I still don't know why you'd pay $1,200 to learn about mushrooms, but their website states that it offers an in-depth workshop on mushroom cultivation, emphasizing a hands-on approach at the Gourmet Mushroom Research Station. Participants learn tissue culture, spawn generation techniques, substrate preparation, inoculation techniques, and strategies for maximizing yields. Each participant receives 10 select mushroom strains for their own personal use. If anyone spends $1,200 on me for Christmas, it better be for something better than just an overnight camp for mushrooms. I think that's fair. The next one is a little more risque, and it's not too expensive, it's just a little weird. It's a $50 dildo cloning kit. Okay, so not everything on this list is wildly overpriced, like I said, but the Goop website, which sells products unlike many of the others, says, this at-home kit lets the two of you make an extract vibrating silicone replica of your partner's package. You know, for you to enjoy the next time he's out of town. Outrageous, yes, fun, for sure. Worth the look on their face when they unwrap it, oh, 100%. I personally don't want any algae an algae clone of my... Actually, I'm not even going to get into this. Let's go to the next one. The next one is perhaps one of the more ridiculous ones. It's a $38,000 mattress. Goop collaborated with mattress company Avocado, which of course is a mattress company called Avocado, to create the single most expensive mattress I've ever seen. For just the mattress itself, it costs $22,000 to start, and that's likely just for the smallest size of their made-to-order mattress. But for a king or California king complete with the bed, you're looking north of $30,000 and even into the $50,000 range. Why do these cost so much, you ask? Well, after researching it, I kind of left with more questions than answers. The website says that they make their, their mattresses with the following. Pure latex and heritage wool from our own farms in India, royal alpaca from the Peruvian Andes, cashmere, cocoa fiber from the temperate zones of Asia, non-violent organic silk, extra long staple cotton, organic flax, recycled steel coils lashed together traditionally with Italian laid cord and a web of eight-way knots, foundation made from reclaimed wood or sustainable hardwoods from Oregon, plus three layers of handmade springs lovingly encased in organic cotton pockets for unparalleled comfort and support. If anything sounds like a Stefan kit from Saturday Night Live, it's definitely that. 
Next, we have a $4,425 Hermes skateboard. I grew up skateboarding and spent countless hours looking through enough decks, trucks, wheels, and bearings online as a teenager to know how much a nice complete board should cost. And that is not $4,425. What do you get with this skateboard? Well, the website says, this longboard is the ideal transport for traveling through the urban jungle with hair blowing in the wind or for a leisurely stroll. It combines outdoor sport with mobility equipment and tells the colorful story of Hermes silk scarves. I mean, when I think of Hermes, I do think ties and scarves, but unfortunately, I don't think I'll be risking my health riding this board anytime soon. And to even insinuate that you should take a stroll with a $4,000 skateboard is just kind of insulting to skateboarding overall. We also have a $1,995 Ouija board. And I know, I know, Halloween has come and gone, so you may be thinking, why would I need a Ouija board? Well, I mean, really no one needs a Ouija board, and especially a $2,000 Ouija board at that. They do say that it's done in hand-poured, glitter-bombed acrylic. This celestial Ouija board makes some, for some fun after-dinner entertainment. It's best played with the lights turned down, a few flickering candles set around the room, plus a cocktail or two beforehand. As for me, I think I'm gonna stick with the Fisher-Price one if I'm ever in the need to summon some spirits. And then the final item, which is hands down for me the most ridiculous one, is a $100,000 bathtub. Admittedly, yeah, I do like, an, I do like a nice bath once in a while. I'd say you can't put a price on a nice one, but apparently you can, and that price is six figures. It's from a company called Igneous Bath. It's the company that makes this particular tub, and it describes themselves as this. Igneous is the pursuit of leading creative design in heated luxury concrete freestanding soaking tubs. Our fiery passion and rock-solid techniques create the highest quality pieces for a luxury relaxation experience. We hand-sculpt functional art pieces in a world of monotony. I'm not sure about you guys, but if I've got that kind of money laying around, I'm much more likely to use it as a down payment for a house over, you know, something that just kind of has me sitting in my own filth. Unfortunately, I think my wife's presence this year, presence this year may fall into the scented candle range, but we probably could have already guessed that from the jump. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter at Sundayscaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.scaries, or you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Will DeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.